everybody. This is Rob Scott. Thanks for joining me. Uh, it's been a wonderful week. We've had some, like I said before, we had some really great weather uh, this week, and my work has been wonderful. I've been back in my shorts again, and uh, uh, no rain. Uh, although, yesterday when I was coming home, um, Soldier Summit, um, we actually got some snow <laughs> on the way home, and it wasn't it wasn't heavy or anything. But uh, you know, when I, I check the weather every morning before I when I get up from uh, you know when I get up to get to work and uh, get ready for work, and uh, I always ask you know what the weather is today, and it's usually going to be 75, 80 degrees and sunny or partly cloudy or whatever. Today it was like a low of 34 and a high of like 52 or something like that. So I knew it was going to be a little colder and cloudy and stuff like that, uh, but still very work, you know, workable because, uh, my job is, uh, pretty, you know, it's, it's a very active and, uh, uh, you're working a good eight hours a day. I mean, literally working hard all, all, all day long. And, uh, so, but I was coming home from work and, uh, hitting soldier summit on the way back and it started snowing. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Here we are in the middle of the end of May and it's like snowing, you know, it's like almost like a blizzard condition for a period of time. And, uh, I thought it was kind of, I actually kind of like laughed and I go, well, this is, this is Utah for you when you're in the mountains. Um, but that's okay. Uh, I had the, the weekend off and it's nice. Uh, uh, my, uh, my daughter, uh, Meredith, her son graduated from preschool today. Um, actually it was pre-preschool, I guess. And they had, of course they had the little graduation services for them and a little nice, cute little, uh, red, uh, uh, graduation uh, gown and hat and everything. And we took some pictures of him, and he was so proud of himself. And it's kind of like I'm glad she's carrying on this tradition um, of these these little these little parties to kind of um, congratulate them on the on their efforts uh, that they that they've made. Um, um, kind of carried it over from New Jersey because we used to do that when the kids used to graduate from. Uh, you know, from preschool and then from elementary and things like that, they'd have an actual graduation service for them. I always thought it was kind of goofy that they were doing that, but you know, hey, the kids love it and uh, it shows them accomplishments. And I'm, you know, hey, well, how can you? I mean, it, it's better than you know, uh, giving them a trophy for you know coming in tenth or something like that, <laughs> some kind of participation trophy or something like that. You know, at least they've put in the effort and their work and they're being congratulated for it. So I can't argue. I can't argue with that uh, too much. But it was nice getting together with the family and uh, seeing his little face, and he was excited about uh, his accomplishments, and he's he's ready uh, for next year's school. So I'm, I'm really proud of him. Congratulations, James. You, you deserve it. And uh, I hope the coming year is good. Is good for you. Um, this week, um, you know, I have to I have to admit that, uh, and I've talked about this a lot. And I just want to kind of get on here real quick, and um, and I wanted to talk about the the direction uh, that our wonderful administration is, is, is been going on since this president has been elected. Um, you know, we were promised by President Biden, Joe Biden, before he was elected, that if he gets elected, that adults are going to, you know, be put back in the White House again in Congress and in our legislative branch, and that we're really going to have the adults... Um, in control again, and uh, you know, after after Trump being in office and all the tweeting and all the the nonsensical stuff that I didn't really kind of agree with, 
Um, I didn't really, you know, like the tweeting that he did. Some of it is okay. I, I understand maybe where it's coming from because he was constantly under attack uh, by the media, you know, by Congress. Always trying to find something and fault, trying to keep him from doing and becoming president uh, from the very beginning. Uh, they called him an illegitimate Ill- uh, president, and from the time that um, he was elected, they tried to you know basically get him out of office. So I kind of understand where he came from. He's very you know egotistical man. He had to be egotistical to be <laughs> want to be president of the United States in the first place. But uh, he was he was he was overly ego, egotistical and um, egomaniac, whatever you want to call him, vain, whatever you want to call him. But uh, um, he got things done, um, and he he had some really wonderful accomplishments. But here's the thing: President Biden and his administration said that they were going to bring uh, normality back and, and pride back into the White House. Now, I don't know about you, okay, but um, I'm not feeling the love um, that I should have been feeling uh, from this man um, and his administration. In fact, it's been completely opposite, um, in my opinion. Um, I don't feel like... Uh, I, it, I feel like I'm constantly being attacked by this by this administration and, and by the extreme left. I really do. Um, there was a, a Pew Research report or poll that was taken, and I, there was a, a, um, a statement uh, from this, uh, I think it was a reporter. Her, her name is Sunny. I can't remember her last name. I'll have to find it. Um, where she was quoting this Pew Research um, study where it said, they made the claim that the that the right or conservatives and Republicans have moved over the last few years more extreme in our views and more extreme in our uh, our beliefs um, over the last few years, and that the left has not moved farther to the left, but they have actually moved closer to center. And I thought to myself, I go. You got to be kidding me, right? <laughs> you have to be kidding me, um, because all evidence is to the contrary. If you look at what has been going on, I don't know. I don't know, and I, I don't follow. I don't follow these extremists. I don't get on the dark web and follow these these people. And I, I don't know anybody that does. I really don't. Uh, you have to be. You have to be crazy, like this this uh, this guy that you know shot up and and. Um, in Buffalo, this shot up this grocery store uh, and killed you know killed ten people, uh, uh, black Americans, and uh, his manifesto talking about you know uh, replacement theory and things like this, and uh, and he you know talked about hating hating the Constitution and hating the institutions that that uh, he feels like were betraying him and all this stuff. And this this uh, this uh, this person was trying to connect, uh, you know. I felt all con- uh, conservatives and people who voted for Trump, and Republicans just in general, that we were the that we were like this man who went in and did this horrible, horrific act. And it could be farthest thing from the truth. It really it just amazes me how they try to tie. Uh, tie me 
and you, not just, you know, they try to tie the, a regular conservative uh, to these people who do these violent and crazy things. You know, you've heard it over and over again that uh, from the president, from the administration, uh, from Nancy Pelosi, how January 6th, uh, how they, they, you know, you know the what, 200 people that broke into the, the Capitol and, um, you know, tried because they disagreed with the outcome of the election and thought it was stolen and things like that. And since that time, they have been trying so hard to attach all of Republicans and all conservatives to this small group of people that did this stupid thing on January 6th. I don't know anybody. I really don't know anybody, uh, families, friends, even people that I, you know, that I'm, that I know that maybe aren't even my friends. I've discussed these things. None of them ever support uh, what took place on January 6th. In fact, Everybody that I've talked to that are on, on a conservative or Republican or, or middle of the road uh, agree that, that these people should be, they should be found, they should be uh, prosecuted, and if they've done something wrong, then they should be fined, imprisoned, and, and, and dealt with by the law. Nobody that I know of has ever um, approved of what these, these people did. Um, it really, you know, and this, they talk about it like really uh, hurting our democracy or democracy was hanging by a thread, you know, because of these 200 goofballs who decided that they wanted to go in and, you know, led by a guy with a hat with a horn on the head and makeup. Like these people are, are you know, they're not like they are not represent. Uh, they're not a representation of the normal conservative, the normal Republican that just wants to be kind of like left alone and they just want to be able to raise their family. They want to work. <laughs> they want to be able to afford food. Uh, they want to be able to take vacations and maybe buy a new car every couple, two or three years and just enjoy themselves and enjoy their families and things like that. Um, and they are tired of being uh, labeled extremists because we have conservative views. And I thought it was really curious. I thought it was interesting that she was trying to tie um, the uh, Republicans and conservatives to an, this extreme movement that we have moved farther to the right and the left has moved uh, f- closer to the center. Um, and I, I, <laughs> I tell you, I just, I just couldn't. I just it made me. It just it just really made me laugh. Um, so I looked up this, I looked up, this, I tried to find this Pew Research thing, and then I found another one that was done by Pew as well. And there, and there's, and, the, and this other study uh, was in direct opposition to what the, the, the Pew Research study that this lady was quoting. But it, 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 the criteria was different. The criteria was not just white supremacy. Um, you know, movements, people who are on the fringes out here on the right, which I don't agree with, and not too many people that I know agree with or follow them. Not too many people are out there looking you know, on the dark side of the web trying to find radical, crazy nuts who, uh, you know, who think that, the, you know, that 
everybody and their mother and father is trying to destroy the country and destroy as we know it. I don't know anybody like that. Um, I don't hang around anybody like that. I, I'm not. I, I and I have friends on both sides of the aisle, and nobody believes that. Nobody believes that. But this study that I found um, was in direct opposition to that. Except here's the thing: it was talking about not just uh, extreme white supremacy, which is a very rare thing in this country. Um, the the one study talked about. Uh, it, it, I think it started in 1994. And it went through uh, 2018, and in 1994, I believe it was, there were 14 uh, verbal or acts of extreme white supremacy that year, 1994. Out of 365 million people, you had 14 uh, verbal threats or other types of that. They didn't go into detail as far as what those threats were or the actual, if it was a physical threat, what, what that was. They just mentioned 14. You come to 2017, yeah, it had increased. It was like 29 or something like that. 29 out of 365 million people. It's 29 or 30. I think it was 30, to be honest with you. So, yeah, it had increased. But the number is so insignificantly small that they're and they're making an issue that this is like something that's out of control in our country and it's not out of control. This other study that I read as, as I was looking up this, you know, trying to find out more information on this uh, this poll, I ran across another poll. Except this poll was talking about cultural uh, I- ideals that uh, the from the left versus. Uh, a conservative over the right, or those who are right to the center, and it said it, it pointed out and made points with statistics that the left has moved far more to the left because of its ideologies than the right has. In fact, the right since uh, I think it was uh, what was it 1996 or something like that, the right had basically stayed pretty much the same. Where the left had has moved farther to the left in more extreme ideologies, and some of those ideologies were on abortion, they were on gun control, they were on uh, immigration, um, they were on gender, um, on gender and sex um, ideologies, um, and so on and so on and so on, and you can see that now. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot of conservatives or Republicans, okay, that have changed their their ideas too much on abortion. Okay, it is true when they say that 67% of Americans agree that some level or some uh, uh, level of abortion should be per- permitted in the United States. They do, but there's a limit to it, and we have found that out uh, because of the because of the, the leaked. Uh, Roe versus Wade ruling that we haven't heard a, a definite yet on, but um, we have found out since then where each side sits, okay, and where Roe versus Wade sat. Now, see, Roe versus Wade, to my knowledge, from what I've been able to read, um, there was limitations on it, on how, when somebody, when someone could have an abortion, okay, a certain amount of weeks. 
uh, first trimester or, or something like that. I'm not sure what the specifics are, but I know that there was limitations on it. Um, and most people kind of agree with that. Um, you know, pur- purposely, I don't. I, I, I believe that uh, that there's a, a human being, a life that's created um, at the time of conception. Um, and I just, I just feel, you know, like that is a human being that has been created uh, by a man and woman. And that person, that little person, that little boy or that little girl has rights, just like the mother has rights. And, um, but, you know, I, I, I respect what some people think uh, about, you know, say, like rape or incest or when the, when the life of the mother is um, in danger of being lost. Those are arguable debates that you can have. And I have a, I have a place where those things should be talked about and reviewed and looked at as possible uh, reasons for an abortion. Other than that, I don't think so. And that has been basically where the right and conservatives have sat for years and years and years. Um, we haven't moved too much for that. We've never moved on, on gun rights. We've always believed in the Second Amendment. Uh, free speech, we haven't moved, to my knowledge, uh, on free speech. We believe that, um, <laughs> you know, I should be able to stand on my, my soapbox and... Uh, and yell at the top of my lungs what I believe, and and have a have a right to say my thoughts, and and give my thoughts, and have debate, and then the other person across the street should be able to you know do the same, get up on their soapbox, and 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 say the same thing, and and have a debate. And we have um, over the last decade, uh, our First Amendment rights, I believe, have been shaken and have been taken away from us. All you have to do is look at social media, the corporations, this the, the administration, um, and just take a look at what's you know. Look at Twitter. Look at the battle they're having with Twitter right now. You got Elon Musk who is buying Twitter, who wants to open up the who open, wants to open up the the application, wants to open up the 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 access to being able to say what you want. And you have other people who are saying, "Well, we can't have hate speech. We can't we can't do this. We can't have people saying bad things about each other." My gosh, the world's going to come to an end. Democracy is going to stop because we literally have an opportunity to have a debate about something, you know, and and voice your opinion about something. Um, I don't believe the left, I don't believe the right has, has moved very much on that, on that point. In fact, I know they haven't. Okay? Um, immigration is another thing. The, the, the right and conservatives have always wanted immigration laws that protected our country. We don't want open borders. Um, and the left has not only, you know, Embrace the idea of open borders, but they are allowing so many people to come into this country um, undocumented and just just open up our borders and not do anything about it. We all know that we have an immigration problem, but there's nothing nothing that's ever done. Uh, you can knock uh, Trump and the former administration. But at least they tried to do something and they, they and they had immigration somewhat under control. And, but with as soon as President Biden gets into office, guess what? He basically sends out a message to to everybody who wants to come into this country, saying, "Come on in. We'll let you in." 
And this is why you've had this influx of, of immigrants, basically. Um, Title 42 with COVID and, and the testing and, and the, you know, the, the, well, the coming, the, the, the due date when the Title 42 is supposed to come to an end. Um, a judge just ruled on that, that, that that's, that's not going to be the case, that they can keep that, that it was uh, not unconstitutional, but that the, that the Biden administration couldn't, uh, couldn't um, uh, get rid of the Title 42, if I believe I'm correct on that. Um, but they basically opened up the borders. And now... Now we're now we're hearing because and now we're hearing this whole idea behind, um, you know, replacement theories, this the uh, white replacement theory and things like that because of a nut job, um, who the left wants to associate with every conservative, every Republican out there, that we all believe in this this white replacement theory now. You know that, um, and it and it's just another it's just another uh, form of calling us racists, uh, you know, bigots and things like that. That's all it is. I mean, that, if you really listen to them and how they talk, um, like I said before, it's like, okay, um, you know, I, I mentioned that the left they have these these Zoom meetings. <laughs> our so-called Zoom meetings. And, you know, you have George Soros and you have the president and you have all the networks, all the, uh, you know, all the corporation heads and all the media heads and the talking heads and everything. They're all in this big Zoom meeting. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, the abortion issue, you know, with Roe versus Wade, it's kind of like petered out. Uh, uh, you know, they had a hearing on that, and they, they they had a hearing on that for what for a couple of days or something like that. And all the quote unquote the experts that came in to testify, the uh, who supported Roe versus Wade were all just like shut down and just couldn't answer the question because they don't have they don't they work off of feelings. That's all that they've ever done, and they don't have facts and they don't know how to answer. Uh, questions. They just don't know how to answer real life questions about life and when does life and when does life start and and what's the responsibility we have when we create a life. You know, you you don't have when you're <laughs> when you're pregnant. You're not you're not giving birth to a giraffe. You know, you're you're giving birth to another human being. Okay, we are as as. A female and a male, you get together, right? And you, the the purpose of that union, one of the purposes of that union is to create life. That's what marriage is about. That's what uh, the couples are about. Uh, and that's what you should want to do is you should want to procreate and you should be able to, you want to have children. Now, I know that there's people that don't want to have children and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But there's ways to protect yourself so you don't get pregnant, so you don't have to use uh, abortion as a means of contraception. Contraception, um, And that's what really what this is, what, you know, Roe uh, versus Wade and abortion has become. Very small portions of uh, abortions that take place today uh, are because of ra- uh, rape or incest or because of the death of the mother is imminent. Okay, those are very outlying causes of uh, reasons for an abortion. Most of them are because people get pregnant and they don't want to be pregnant, so they decide that they want to. You know, it's inconvenient for them, and uh, it's not the right time for them. Well. 
my opinion is, well, if it's not the right time or it's inconvenient, then practice a little bit of self-control and uh, make sure that you're, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to have sex, uh, which is fine, uh, then protect yourself so you don't get pregnant. So you don't have to worry about an abortion. You can protect yourself. Uh, what is it? 99, 98, 99% effective, you know, and you can, and ri- <laughs> listen, the pill, Condoms, everything are readily available. You can take advantage of those and really protect yourself. Um, so that's the choice you make before you know before you get married, before you get uh, pregnant. That's the choice you make to to have unprotected sex and the, the potential of of getting pregnant. Um, and that and that's just something that we as conservatives have never have never changed have never changed our view on. Um, and here you have a bill that's that's uh, presented by the Democrats and Chuck Schumer, that's in, in effect trying to codify or codify uh, Roe versus Wade. But what did they do? It didn't really it didn't really have the same uh, content as Roe versus Wade. They wanted to uh, up the ante, and they wanted to increase. Um, the uh, availability of abortion um, with no limits on it. Basically, you can abort your child up until the time it's coming through the birth canal or even afterwards, which is just so radical. It, it, it is. You think about it. I mean, take some time to really think about it, okay? I, 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 I'm a father, and I have four children. And uh, my wife at the time, you, you could see this little baby uh, and feel this little baby growing inside you. Uh, and it's a wonderful experience. Sometimes uh, when they get a little bit older, you can start seeing their, you can see a handprint or their, or their knee or their foot kind of like pushing up against the inside of the wall of the mother's stomach. And you can see that it's a foot. Uh, you know, my, my wife at the time, she would, she could say, she could feel the baby hiccuping and, or laughing or, or even farting sometimes. You could, like, you could just tell the baby moving around and, and rolling around. It's a live human being inside, inside you that you've created. It's a life. You know, and the way that we, uh, today, we look at this, we just don't look at this as this human being that we have created as having any value. And it's wrong. It's just, it's a wrong concept. Um, you know, what the baby has rights just as much as, as you and I have rights. And uh, many of these people that were, you know, on the uh, pro-abortion side just couldn't answer the questions that many of these senators asked uh, that were, to me, were like fairly easy to answer. And they just didn't have an answer for them. Um, because they're so stuck in this this far left idea of um, of, of this abortion, and and the, you know it just it boggles my mind, and it kind of goes back to like the this what this this Pew Research was talking about. Um, have we as as conservatives or you know Trump supporters or Republicans have we moved so far to the right that we are the extremists that we are compared to white supremacists that go around and and shoot up you know a grocery store full of uh, uh, black Americans? No, we're not. We're no. We're, we're we are not that group of people. Okay, and I really despise the fact that. 
that these people are trying to connect me to that. And every conservative, every Republican, and you know what? Liberals should all be horrified at them trying to make this connection between the two. And I think that's it's because it's the only thing they have to talk about. It, it really is. They don't have any good news that they can share with you as far as what this administration has done. It's it's a sad thing, and I feel I feel I want my president to be successful. I wanted I I've always supported the president of the United States. I didn't like Obama. I thought he was a rat. I thought he was a liar. Um, and I think he did more uh, harm to race relations in this country than all any of his predecessors. Okay, um, and I think the but I supported him because I was hoping that President Obama would do the right thing. I did the same thing with Donald Trump. I knew that he wasn't uh, a quote unquote a politician that he was going to approach things differently. I didn't like everything that he did. I didn't support everything that he did. But I do like the values that he that he eventually did in his policies. His foreign policy, his domestic policy, uh, and did what he could to protect this country and its citizens. And we prospered during this time. And But today it's just so blatant that this that this administration has moved so far to the left, it has become so progressive that even liberals are saying, uh, wait a minute here. Um, <laughs> I don't really, you know, this, 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 you know, this movement or this, this direction that you're on, I just don't understand it. I don't understand why you, why are you, we believe in free speech, but you're, you're taking away our, our opportunities for, uh, for free speech here. And why are you all over Elon Musk talking about opening up Twitter? Why are you so afraid of it? You know, why are you so afraid of him opening up Twitter so we can have real, real discussions anymore instead of censoring everything? But he says, you know, doing a podcast, uh, you, you know, do it like what I'm doing now and being monitored. And, uh, you know, you talk about something or masks or something that disagrees with the CDC or you disagree with the administration. And all of a sudden you're fact checked that uh, what you're talking about. It could be true and could be factual, but it doesn't fall in line with what we want you to say or, you know, what we want presented out there as facts. I think it's wrong. It's 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 just it's self-censoring. I, I, I just don't agree with it. Um, if you don't like what I say, then don't listen to my podcast. You know, if you do and you think it has some value and you want to have a discussion with me, I'd be glad to have that discussion. And I have an open mind. I'll share you my facts. You share your facts. And let's have a discussion about things like we used to do. You know, when I was a kid, we used to argue all the time with my friends. But we never lost our friendship. We had fights. Sometimes we got in fist fights, and and we get angry at each other, and we wouldn't talk to each other for a day. But the, you know, a couple of days go by, and you and you call them up and say, "Hey, you want to play some baseball?" And you go play baseball, and you'd forget, or you'd you'd make amends, and you went back to being friends. Today, we don't. We are so separated by this uh, these ideologies that it's just it, it's in, wow, it's so damaging to our country. It really is, and. Um, and it just seems to me like the 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 progressive side of the left 
has moved so far and they've captured so much of our industry, our social media, our corporations, and of course our administration, that it's almost like they can't get back. They just, for some reason, they just can't stop themselves. And looking at what is real and what, is, what, a, what America and Americans want, okay? And let me tell you, uh, I'm just an average guy, you know, I, I don't have a doctorate in economics or political science. I'm just this, I'm like you. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a guy that goes to work every day. I'm 63 years old. I go to work every day and just trying to, you know, trying to break, you know, trying to have a life, trying to, you know, have a, a salary that I can live on, enjoy some things, go camping, spend time with my family, and uh, be able to f- afford a place to live, be able to afford groceries, put gas in my car, uh, and things like that. Thank God I don't have children anymore uh, that I have to raise. I don't know what people are doing today uh, that have children. I had four children. If this is the kind of environment I was raising my children in, uh, I would be sweating beads right now. Uh, because I don't know what you, I don't know what you do. You know, you're used to spending forty dollars to fill up your truck. Now it's, you know, your car now is costing one hundred and ten. It's like crazy, and it just doesn't seem like the 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 administration knows how to look at things logically and say, okay, listen, I, climate change is, uh, we can we can accomplish climate change by changing our our perception a little bit. You know, and uh, making some concessions so the American people aren't suffering as much. But they they're so stuck in this 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 ideal these this ideological uh, concept of of you know everybody needs to buy electric cars and and uh, that we can solve the uh, you know the uh, oil crisis by going out and buying electric cars and like that's something that everybody can go do right now that then that'll solve the issue right now it's not going to solve the issue okay um, and these are things that we should have been looking at for uh, for some time and we've in this administration has ignored them and now it's here and these issues, are the only thing that they can go with. These issues are the only thing that they can feel like they that, that they can present to the American people. And most American people don't really care about this. They do care about it, but it's not tops on their agenda of important things in their lives. Their income, their buying power, their safety, security of our country, Okay, the security of sending your children to school without being brainwashed, uh, to sending them to school and where they're supposed to be learning their ABCs and one two threes and learning how to read and to uh, you know uh, think critical thinking, uh, learning about their their role in society, um, and what is our focus? I mean. All you have to do is look at the, just listen to the news. Just listen to it. Listen to what's happening going around in our, in our, by our education boards in different states. And just listen. Listen to these people, what their focus is on. Okay, it's not on reading. Okay, it isn't. It's on sex and it's on gender uh, uh and, and, and sexual orientation for preschoolers up through through high school. Okay, that's what their focus is on. 
is that extreme? Or is it the or is it the parent that just wants their children to come home and not feel bad because of the color of their skin, because their teachers taught them that they are bad people because they have been raised in a white society where they are innately, uh, you know, bigoted, and they are they are racist because of the color of their skin, and and you have kids coming home and actually asking their parents, uh, "What's wrong with me? Should a kid come home from a from like a, a, a an eight year old, seven year old, eight year old, nine year old come home from school and have to have these kinds of questions? Is this the discussion that's important in our in our school systems today? Is this what's really important?" Is, it, is knowing the sexuality and the sexual preferences and the pronouns of my damned teacher, is that what is important today for my little eight-year-old or seven-year-old or six-year-old to know? I don't think so. Is it important for them to, to go to school and have the American flag taken out of class and replaced with a, uh, a gay pride flag? Don't you think that maybe they have questions about why the American flag isn't in their school? And the teacher there that will, will tell them, oh, you know, I don't feel comfortable with the American flag. Well, don't you think that that creates questions in the kids? Yes, it does. And you don't think parents are, uh, have a right to ask, why isn't there an American flag in your classroom? And why are you so angry at America? that you don't want to have it and you want to replace it with, with a rainbow flag? You're telling me you don't have an agenda? You don't have an agenda? Give me a break. You do have an agenda. Our kids don't need this. They need to, be, they need to, to grow up and be innocent and, 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 they're, and, they're, and they're playing and then their friendships. They just want to go. They don't care about the color of, of a person's skin. The only reason that they care about the person, the color of skin, or some somebody's preferences is because they're told that they have to, to to do that because somebody tells them that, and they're going to be curious because they're seven, eight, you know, six, seven, eight year olds. They're going to be curious because kids are curious. They're taking curiosity, which is a which is a virtue, and they're using it against them. To push these ideas, these these gender ideas and these sex ideas, in our in our in our schools today, and it's this not something that should be in our schools. I'm sorry. Now, is that a radical idea? Yes, that's a radical idea, and that is not conservatives, that's not Republicans, that's not Trump supporters who are pushing those kinds of ideas. That's the progressive left. Okay, that's the Democrats who've moved themselves so far left, okay, that they believe that these things are vital for your kids to learn when they're in preschool and elementary school, first, second, third grades. Come on. <laughs> it makes me it makes my stomach turn and it just really kind of it just really angers me, and it angers me that that the left continues to push these ideologies and these these i these doctrines. Okay, and when we see what they're doing, when a parent sees what they are doing, 
then they get upset with us because we notice what they're doing. And they're asking now, like, why are you making a big deal about this? This is nothing. You know, critical race theory isn't, we're not teaching critical race theory. We're not teaching these things. It's not important. Why do you even care? Why are you even noticing? Well, I'm noticing because my child's coming home and they have a negative attitude towards themselves because their teacher has taught them that they're supposed to have a negative attitude because of the color of their freaking skin. That's what they're learning in class today. Okay, we, uh, to my knowledge, we've already fought this, and it was just another color of the skin back in those days. And here we are again. History repeats itself. Here we are again. Uh, we, have a, we have a group. We have a society that is pushing this, this, this segregation again and separate, separating us in our color of our skin again and, and trying, to get each, uh, trying to get us to, to not like each other and to separate us again. And they've caused that divide between conservatives and Democrats. Republicans and Democrats. This is what they've. This is what they're trying to accomplish. And I. I don't know why. This administration is supposed to be the great unifier. Adults were supposed to get back into the White House and taking control again. Well, I'm still wondering where the adults are. I really am. Uh, President Biden, I'm very disappointed in you that you have adopted these ideas. I, I don't think really that you believe this crap. I really don't. You're, you're a father. You're a grandfather. I just don't believe that you believe. Even your Catholic faith, I just don't believe that you believe that a boy can change their idea and become a girl and a girl can become a, go, a, a boy at their, at their whim because they think so. I don't really believe that you believe that you can take the life of a baby who is, can be aborted up until the time where they're ready, uh, to the, the child is getting ready to be birthed. I just don't believe that you believe that, and I wonder why you push it. I wonder why you support this stuff. Because deep down inside, in your soul, I don't think that you believe this stuff. I really don't believe it. And it's hurting America. It's hurting the citizens, and that's why, you know, I've, I've often said that, you know, these people, you get to the point where you have to believe that they just don't like America, and they don't like Americans who disagree with them. There's no conversation to be had anymore, and it's, it's a sad thing. And it has to change, okay? We cannot continue to be divided because what, what they say, a house that's divided will always will fall. It will, divide, it will fall if we continue to be divided. If we can't sit down and have a free exchange of ideas and have discussions, have both sides of the aisle come together and talk about things and come to a general consensus on things, agreements on things, sometimes you're going to have to give a little bit, sometimes you can take a little bit, and vice versa, but that's what needs to take place. And we are at a place in, in our society today that we are so separated. Who's at fault? Who, what's the reason behind all this? You know, I, I, I have a hard time. I, I have a hard time thinking just the American people have just come up with these ideas on their own. Okay? I just don't think it. I, like I said, that most Americans uh, are just worried about their families. They're worried about living. 
you know, finding a home, being able to afford to live, having a vacation, saving some money, putting their kids through college, or getting them an education, raising their children, teaching them good principles, and teaching them to govern themselves right and make cho- good choices. You know, hopefully spreading, you know, you know, their religious values and their standards to their children, so those children can take those standards and teach them to their next generation, and so on and so on and so on. I just, I just find it laughable that these people think that uh, that we as conservatives and Republicans have moved so far extreme to the right that we are comparing their, we're compared to um, you know white supremacists today, it's, and that's the way that's what they that's what they want to tie you to. They want you they want to tie you to January sixth that we're all these radicals. That that support this stuff, and we're not. No, most of us are uh, God-fearing um, religious people who have had the same standards uh, through generations and generations and generations. Okay, if you look at statistics, if you look at statistics. The problem is, is that people aren't going to church any longer. Okay, they're not claiming a religion any longer. Okay. They're more of I'm, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual kind of a thing. Um, they don't they don't identify with any particular organization. Um, they, we we have a uh, um, a destruction of our family unit. Marriages are falling apart at a at a quicker pace. Mar- uh, families aren't being created. Couples aren't getting married any longer. They don't, they don't get to the point where marriage isn't even important any longer. They don't want to get married. They don't want to have children. The whole family unit is under attack. We have school systems that are teaching that parents don't have the right to know what their children are being taught in school. Yeah. <laughs> really? This is, and we believe that parents should have the the ability and the responsibility to 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 raise their own children. And you're saying that's a radical idea? Who who's radical here? Who's who's moved from the center more? Well, let me tell you something. It isn't conservatives. It isn't Republicans. It isn't liberals because liberals basically stay where they are. And like I said, liberals are even even thinking like, what in the hell is going on with my with my party that I used to align with? It's been hijacked by somebody. You know, too many Zoom meetings <laughs> are taking place here. You know, too many too many meetings behind closed doors are going on and and moving and shifting these ideas. Just you know, just look at this replacement theory. Uh, you know, I've heard discussions about immigration. Of course, everybody has. Everybody's heard discussions about immigration and about allowing, you know, uh, immigrants coming in and how that would change the voting demographics because those who are coming to the country will maybe, maybe perhaps um, be voting a Democratic ticket. I've heard those discussions, but not until this this nut job in in, um, Buffalo I think it was Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Okay, and his manifesto about uh, white replacement theory, and then you then you hear 
<laughs> on every every newscat, every newspaper, even coming out of the White House and the administration, all about uh, this white replacement theory. Just like everybody's on cue, let's let's let, uh, you know. It's like, hey, let's get together. We have to have a Zoom meeting because we're losing on the economy. We're losing on the foreign policies. We're losing on immigration. We're losing just about everything that we're doing. We've lost on Roe versus Wade. Uh, what can we bring up now that will? Uh, let's go. Uh, tell you what. Let's do this. Let's revisit race again. Except this time we'll call it weight um, replacement theory. People, I'm telling you. And it starts with who we elect in these offices that control things. And, you know, I don't, I don't care what line you are. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican or independent or what, what you are, libertarian or whatever. Okay, this election coming up in November, we can, we can hopefully do a little bit of correction here. And I hope that we look for candidates, number one, who are younger. Okay, number one, we need to get rid of these 78, 80-year-olds uh, that have been part of the system and have corrupted the system over the years. Okay, we need to get rid of them. I mean, literally, it's time. Uh, you, know, say, you know, it's time to say, hey, uh, Nancy, thanks for your service. Joe, thank you for your service. Chuck, hey, it's been nice. It's been good. Uh, thank you for your service, but you know you're no longer needed because you're out of touch with America, and we need people on both sides of the aisle uh, to fill these spots uh, that can actually get together and talk with one another, uh, and that's who needs to be voted in. Okay, that's who needs to be. Those people need to be replaced by people who are willing and have the attitude of wanting things to change, seeing what is wrong and working to correct those things, um, those issues, and moving ourselves back closer to the center because that's where this country uh, operates more efficiently when we're closer to the center than we are extreme right or if we're extreme, way extreme left. And currently we are, we are completely off the tracks and have gone into some deep, dark areas on the left that are very perilous for this country. And we need to get back. So this, just remember this, remember, please, you know, where you are right now, are you better off than what you were uh, two years ago? And what are you hearing from your current administration that's going to change anything. You're not really going to hear, you're not hearing anything. That's the problem. There's no good news coming out of this administration. Okay, all it is is more finger pointing and, and, and calling people that they don't like, that they disagree with names and, and, and trying to accuse them of being somebody that they're not. That's the truth. If you really look at it, that is the truth. So what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Do you care? Do you care about what your kids are being taught in school? Do you care about being able to afford to fill up your, your car, your truck, to be able to go on vacation? Do you want to send your kids to college or give them a higher education somewhere else? Hmm? Do you? Do you want to be able to take your camper out and fill up your truck and not cost 300 bucks to fill up your truck? And be able to spend time with your kids. You want to be able to afford, uh, you know, baby formula. Do you want to be able to afford your kids besides, you know, 
treating them to mac and cheese or something like that? Is that what you, is that what you, I mean, yeah, that's what you want to do. <laughs> it's not going to happen with this administration because they're so locked into, they're so locked into what they, what they, what they believe. And I, I believe they believe what they believe. But it's a fallacy. And things need to change. And they need to change radically. I guess if that's being a radical Republican or a radical conservative, then I believe in a radical change, absolutely. <laughs> because something needs to change. Somebody needs to put their foot down and say, uh, we've had enough of this. Um, and if you can't do it as a... As, uh, an elected official, and then we'll then we'll elect people who will and who will listen to us as Americans because uh, we are your employers, we are the bosses. You guys aren't. You think you are, but you're not. We are the bosses. We employ you. We pay your taxes and pay your salaries, and you need to start listening to us on both sides of the aisle, both Republican and Democrat. Need to come together and to solve this issue. Okay. We really need to elect people who really do care about this country and get us back to where some recognition or some kind of we can recognize the America that we all love and, and support. So what are you gonna do this November? Are you gonna sit around? You're just gonna, you know, be a one issue voter this time? Or are you going to look around and say, and I'm going to do some research on those people who I want to vote for, and I'm going to find out if they are in line with the values that I care about, and in general, the American people care about. Okay, I'm going to investigate the claims that Democrats make and Republicans make, and I'm going to research it out, and I'm going to find out the facts myself. I'm just not going to take for granted what I hear on media, in media, or what I read in the newspaper, or what my favorite podcaster says. I'm actually going to look at this stuff, and I'm going to actually investigate it, and take time to really learn who's representing me when they go to, when they go to Washington, D.C., and are they going to be able to make those changes? That's what we need in this country right now. People with some spine and some, some grit. We just don't have it anymore. Well, we have a few. We have some on both sides of the aisle, but very few of them. And they're outnumbered. And we need to change those odds. And that we have an opportunity to do that this, uh, this November with this upcoming election. So take it serious. You know, I live in a, uh, I live in a different state. You know, I lived in New Jersey for... Uh, 32 years, raised my kids there. I grew up in Ohio. I lived in California. I lived in Utah before. I've lived in Idaho. Um, I am going to really look at the people that, uh, on a local level, and I'm going to look at their their history and what they how they voted and and what they've supported before I make a decision on who I'm going to vote for. And I have to. Uh, well, yeah. I'm not a good citizen if I don't. I don't show enough love for my country if I don't. Okay? Might as well 
take my flag and, and bury it in the closet someplace if I don't. If I just let other people, you know, make decisions for me. I just, I'm just, I can't do that anymore. Not that I have, but I just can't allow that to happen anymore. I just can't allow that to happen anymore. We need to get back to being kind of Americans that, that we, we work hard for our freedoms and we respect our freedoms. Um, you know, citizenship as an American is a difficult thing. It's a very difficult thing. It really is. But it's worth the effort. It really is. And I really hope that this coming election cycle, that everybody takes a look at themselves individually and decide what is important and get facts and, and make decisions based on those facts instead of just feelings and emotions anymore. Or those people that don't even vote get involved and vote and find out about the parties that you are associated with and those who are running in those parties, whether they align with what you feel and what you believe and what are factual. Um, it's the way we're going to make change. You know, it's not going to take place any other way. We the people. We the people. Hey, thanks for listening. I really appreciate your time. Um, remember, it's a, it's a very complicated, uh, and I don't mean to be negative or anything like that, but it's a very dangerous world that we live in, ideologically, politically. It's very confusing. It's, uh, you got you to gotta work at it. Uh, citizenship is uh, something that really needs to work at. And, and I really hope that, uh, that I've been able to say something that is uh, helpful. And uh, God bless America. I love this place. Uh, it's, it's a land of the free. And I want it to stay that way. And I want it to stay a place where people can grow and, and, and you know, migrate to this country and, and uh, realize their dreams. And I want everybody who's born here in America, whether you're black or white or whatever you are, Hispanic, brown, I don't care, purple, red, or green. I don't care. I want this place to be a place of, of growth and success and, and uh, achievement again. I want us to come together, and I don't want to have to look at the, be reminded always of somebody's color of their skin. I don't need that. I don't need that kind of input or that kind of uh, education. I don't need that. I need love and appreciation for one another as, as American citizens, because we are here as Americans, okay? You have people who died to come here, who have sacrificed everything to come to America to have the freedoms we have. And uh, we need to be proud of those things that we do have. I hope you are. Hey, listen, again, thanks for listening. Um, I do appreciate it. Hey, listen, if you like the podcast, please give me five stars. Uh, share it with a friend. Uh, family members, whatever. Please subscribe. Helps my numbers. I really do appreciate it. And uh, till next time, be careful out there. <laughs> <laughs>